The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. What's up, guys? It's James. This is going to be part two of the episode that Mike and I recorded from the garage on July 12th of 2019. And we're continuing a discussion of how, you know, granted being in radio and podcasting and all that kind of stuff, it couldn't possibly be more the fringes of show business, but it is still the entertainment industry. And Mike and I are kind of talking about how it's not necessarily all that it's cracked up to be. I mean, sometimes it's a lot of fun. (laughs) I will give it that, but holy shit. Yeah, I know. You know what, though? And it's it kind of is great in a way because it just goes to show you that there's things about life that people have always told you, and it's always very true. And there's others that aren't that people have tried to sell you, and it's horseshit. But one of those ones that definitely I think we can both attest to, and it comes off as, like, real fucking corny, but it's also true, is that uh, showbiz is not like all it's cracked up to be. You know what I mean? Like oh, it, no. it's fucking, it's a grind. It's fucking exhausting. Because you don't really have any sort of like job security. A lot of the time you work weird hours, you work yeah. on like holidays and shit like that. And it's glamorous for very few to, people. To to earn the right to get paid a, what most industries would consider a starting level full salary, you have to spend like several years no benefits, just getting paid like dog shit right. hourly wage. Yeah, and, and not working, a f- usually not getting a full week of hours either. Right. Like, I'm actually doing comparatively well for the whole broadcast realm because I got to a point where I am in a union where they at least put enough pressure on the, the employer to provide some level of wage and, and benefits and stuff like that. So you get out from the production ranks where you're making fucking more or less city minimum wage yeah. to do jobs that, you know, you hope to get that next one. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely your first few years in the industry very, very uncomfortable. From all the both decided to enjoy a little bit of this while we uh, take a slight little shift in gears here. I came across an article where I believe this woman graduated from either law school or um, oh, medical school. Well, that, okay, so there's two different stories, oddly enough, that I'm just about to get into. One of them is the cake. Uh, the other one fun. is this. Yeah, but this is similar in that this woman's name is Marijuana Pepsi. Oh, yeah, I love that. That's one of the fucking coolest... She specifically kept it her name because she was like, you know what? I'm going to overcome the fact that I get teased for this and like that this is where... Marijuana Pepsi. Marijuana Pepsi. That's one of the fucking coolest names I've ever fucking heard. I actually... um, It's funny that you should mention Marijuana Pepsi because... I wish I was a rapper named Marijuana Pepsi. I uh, I recently had uh, Marijuana a cannabis infused soda. Oh, how was that? It was so this is great. There's this guy in he operates in like Brooklyn and Jersey City. He calls himself uh, if you look uh, on Instagram it's at pizza Puss, uh, pizza pusha 
NYC. Um, he runs this like pizza delivery service where he makes all of the pizza, garlic, uh, garlic bread twists, fucking wings, um, desserts. Like I got ice cream and cookies and shit with um, cannabis butter. Wow. And you get it's not like a it's not like eating a fucking brownie where you trip your balls off. It's more like this really smooth high that lasts for like fucking like if you have it for din a lot of it for dinner you're still high the next day when you get up uh, but it's legitimately good like it was a fucking Brooklyn Square pizza I was devouring it because the pizza itself was so good like you don't even know there's a uh, pot in it and then like three slices in I was like oh shit yes I was like this, this shit's fucking loaded with weed. So I was like, I gotta slow down, because I had to sample the... Like, th this guy, I, uh... I got in touch with a... Uh, a publicist got in touch with me on LinkedIn, and she want, she'd seen some articles about weed that I wrote uh, for uh, 1010 Wins. So she was like, hey, like, you want to do a story about this guy? I was like, look, I'm leaving to go to a new job. Let me put you in touch with, uh... With, you know, my, my old man and uh, the chick who produced our old uh, podcast... Um, so, she, she did, and they went on the show, so she, uh, she hit me up afterwards to say thank you. She's like, look, I'll arrange for, uh, I'll arrange for him to drop some off at your, at your place. Just give me your address, and it'll be there when you want it. Um, I thought I was getting, like, a couple slices. Fucking, uh, a full pie. I still have a slice that I'm, like, say, it's in my freezer. I don't know when I'm gonna have it. Uh, a full pie, a pint of, um, like, butter pecan ice cream, uh, a whole tray of cookies and brownies, uh, a, a tray of, uh, garlic knots, uh, a tray of wings, and four, Damn. and four sodas in Holy mason jars. Holy shit! And a fucking, a joint, uh, dipped in keef. Like, what the fuck? it was the... I kind of hate you right now. It was the... I, Dude, when the fucking guy That's pulled up... That's the fucking sweetest swag I've ever heard of in my fucking life. I felt so bad that I only had, like, seven bucks to tip the driver. Because, I like, he He came from Brooklyn. Me, I, I don't know if he came from Brooklyn or Jersey City. Oh, the guy's it, based in Jersey City. Yeah, it was a delivery driver. It wasn't like the guy came out. It was, like, you know, one of his fucking guys. So I'm assuming he was making drop-offs everywhere. But, uh, and they're probably... They have to be compensated pretty well if you're dealing with that shit. Um, but, uh... Like, when he gave it to me, like, I was like, like, I fucking looked at him, I was like, the fuck? And he was like, yeah, he's like, this, he, apparently he really wanted to, uh, to hook you up. I was like, holy shit. Um. Wow. I'm very fucking jealous right now. Yeah, the publicist said the guy's fucking high all the time, so I'm sure he was just like, yeah, send him yeah, a bunch! Yeah, yeah. Maybe he always liked, uh, 1010 wins, and he wanted to be on 1010 wins. Maybe, yeah. Here's a list of the players we'll be inviting to camp. This guy here is dead. Cross him off, then. We'd love for you to come to spring training for a shot at this year's club. By the way, you were with me last night. Who's this chick on top of me? We'd still like to take a look at you at our spring camp. What the hell league you been playing in? California Penal. All right, so marijuana Pepsi, good for her. Then, what you were talking about... Oh, yeah, the cake. ...was that there was this woman who ordered a cake for her daughter, who I guess was graduating from school or whatever... And her daughter wanted a Moana cake. Yeah. Now Moana. It's southern accent. If do you think that's what it was? That's what they said on the news. Oh, uh, a southern accent. Yeah, she's. I guess they're from like southern Georgia. Gotcha. Uh, so, and she said both of them, and it was like it sounded pretty uh, similar. She's like, yeah, it's probably like 
Yeah. Yeah. Because Moana is that Disney character yeah. where The Rock was in that movie or voiced, you know, one of the characters. Yeah, in that, that movie. was the one. Uh, wasn't it like a. Uh, like a, a Hawaii. And they got mad because. Uh, they get mad because, like, of a Halloween costume. They didn't want white people uh, dressing as Moana. Oh, jeez. Some shit like that. Uh, Cultural appropriation. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know why anybody from any other place except for uh, England is speaking English. Because it's cultural appropriation. Right? Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, there was a great Craigslist ad where an Italian dude challenged any Irish dude I did to fight that. him down in Philly. I did see that. And I wondered if maybe you had been down in Philly recently and you posted that out. No, it wasn't me. I'm, I'm pretty non... Uh, I'm, I'm not like a confrontational violent guy, um, despite what I look like. Um, <laughs> no, Why, you think I you did, look like one? I feel, I feel like if you Would you lift, say, do you think you look as, as if you're a confrontational I person? I feel like if you lift weights, and especially if like you're a shorter guy who, who lifts weights, um, and you, like, like obviously, like, I'm not, like, fucking self-filating here. I know I look like I lift heavy things on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I feel like people, like, immediately, that's their, their kind of go-to. Like, especially, like, Italian dudes, because we, like, you know, just, I don't know, we all kind of just fucking... You know, we all have kind of like resting bitch face. Like, right. we, you know, even when we're in great moods, we don't walk around like, hey, like, no, a that's bunch true. Of fucking jerk off. That's true. You know, that, we yeah. Kind of keep an even keeled. Right. Look. Right. It's it's um, like that sort of a Mediterranean approach to things. Yeah. So it's especially uh, from men. Yeah. So it's like so it, it, I guess it kind of like looks like that. Right. But I'm you know, I don't know. That makes uh, sense. That's fair. Like I could be in a great mood and like I just I generally don't walk around smiling. You right. might get a light smirk or something. like right, that. Right. 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 Now. In terms of confrontation and potentially physical confrontation at that, how would you, since you say you're a non-confrontational guy, everybody's talking about this bagel shop freakout by this short dude out on Long Island. He's yeah. at a bagel shop. I wouldn't the fucking, girls yeah, I wouldn't have fucking jacked him. him like that. Yeah, what did you did. think of that, that the guy jacked I him? I thought that was over the top. I thought the guy, the, the guy I've, I've looked at his entire YouTube page. That guy who jacked him up, clearly he has anger issues as well, that, wouldn't you say? No, that guy has a fucking hero complex. Okay. And there's a different thing. That's like almost what we were talking about with like some of the Barstool commenters. Like, the, the idea of coming to the rescue. Like, somebody had to do something... No, he was just gonna fucking tire himself out right. and storm out of there like a fucking like. Clearly, if he he had a weapon or something, he that would have been taken out, you know. Yeah, yeah and that would have been a different situation. Yeah, that's a different thing. Like he wasn't he wasn't touching anyone. Like he was just standing, kind of like in his own space. Yeah, shouting. Like, what did you, you think of the takedown? What did you think of him being tossed down like that? No, like I, th I thought I thought in that, terms of the actual takedown. Oh, I mean, he looked like a very easy man to take down. Like that's not. That's the thing. Like, dude, he's a little fucking midge. You know what I mean? Like this guy's not gonna fucking. They, they, the chick filming it could have kicked his ass. Right, right. She did seem to be at sort of a higher angle. 
Like, and nobody takes the guy, like, if you watch his videos, nobody takes him seriously. Mm. But then you watch his other videos, and he's, like, goofing off with his friends and shit. Well, look, I, I would just say... And he's going fishing, and you're like, oh, this, you know what, this, he's probably a decent human being look, who's it, just got fucked with his entire yeah, life. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't justify... He shouldn't be acting like, he, he's yeah. a fucking jerk-off in a lot of regards, and he It doesn't justify lot, acting like a dick. He brings a lot of, he definitely brings a lot of shit on himself. But being a five-foot guy is fucking rough. But there's definitely somebody just needs to fucking, just, he clearly was never taught anything. I think he said and I, I'm i not saying he definitely said this, but I think on Hot 97 he said something about I don't know if he said he was molested. The fuck? That guy did? Yeah. Wow, that took a dark turn. I don't, but like, they didn't elaborate on, like he was just listing really quickly all this shit that like happened to him as a kid mm. and they were kind of like you know when, like, uh, like they're like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, and they don't actually address any of the stuff he said, and the, then they're like, okay, so you got fucked with a lot. Like, they just kind of glossed yeah, over yeah, like they yeah, never, yeah. so it never became a thing that, like, they went into, so I don't know what the fuck it, you know, yeah. it was in reference to, but it sounded like he said I was molested. Yeah. Um, well, that's dark. But I don't know if that's definitely what it was. Mm. Um, so I went out to Chicago recently, uh, last weekend or two weekends ago, two weekends ago, went out to Chicago and, uh, I'd been there before, but, uh, my boyfriend, Chris had not. So we went out there. It was my birthday. We had a nice time, uh, walked around millennium park there, saw the bean or the sky cloud fucking monument, whatever it's called. Uh, went to the park where, you know, the, um, married with children fountain is. Uh, which I've actually done a podcast from that park before because wow. uh, we had a booth, Radio Misfits, oh, at the nice. Taste of Chicago Festival three summers ago, and my brother Kyle and I went there for that. Um, so we went there. We had a nice time. Uh, went out for a nice dinner for my birthday. Took the whole architecture boat cruise, which goes up the Chicago River and looks at all the buildings, and they say, oh, this one was built in that year. You know, it's, it's kind of like a history tour as, at the same time as architecture. So we're taking the uh, Uber back the morning, Sunday morning that we're going home. And that was June 30th, my birthday. So that was the day of kind of pride. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the parade in New York was going to be yeah. that day. The parade in Chicago was that day. It's quite and an event. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a big thing. And especially it was in New York this year because it was the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall riots in which basically the kind of modern gay rights movement started. Uh, even, by the way, even... Stepping up to the way the cops even, treated it. I had, to, I had to go to it for work, but even if you're hetero, you can go and just observe for like... You don't have to go and fucking, you know, participate. Go and just see... You have to see the fucking... It, it's a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, and I don't say that in a bad way. Like, it was... They, everyone clearly... They're very... It's a lot of really nice people who are getting really fucked up on ecstasy and having a great time, um, which is the kind of behavior I, I support. And there are lesbians there, which is fantastic. Yeah, you like lesbians, I'm right? a huge fan of, of the lesbians. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, you have to... You gotta go... Like, walk... You can... Don't... I wouldn't suggest diving into the middle of it. Go to, like, you know, the outskirts of it and kind of kind of take in the scene. It's there's, You see a lot of interesting shit. So, in terms of what was notable in terms of this uh, Uber ride to the airport. Um, this, you know, nice black gentleman picked us up. He was the driver, the Uber driver, or Lyft, whichever one it was, I can't remember. 
and uh, whatever gave a better rate. And uh, the guy was sort of talking and saying stuff and, oh, where'd you go? This, did you go this place, this place? Because we told him we had been there just briefly. And, um, you know, it, it's interesting for me to be in situations like that for various reasons. I am a well aware that I don't really give off any kind of a vibe, per se, where people would think that I was gay or people would no, think that I was in not. a relationship with a, with a guy. So the guy's talking to me and he's and, you know, my boyfriend, Chris, was sort of more he, he's not a morning person. So he was not like awake. This was like three thirty, four in the morning because oh. we always fly early because Yikes. it's just so much cheaper to, to fly at that time. I like a nice late afternoon flight or a late, a late night flight. Too. Yeah. Okay. So you're more of it. And those are cheaper as well than the late night. You're either late night or early morning are your best bets. But I'd rather get home and not get home late and then have to work the next day with a late night flight and shit. So anyway, whatever. Um, the guy says, oh, you know. Uh, and I think at one point after that, he had asked us, oh, are, you, are you here for business? Are you here for this, that, the other? Because, you know, he probably thought we were just like kind of, you know, there for a business, you know, re-trip for the, the weekend. Business of fucking butts. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he goes, he goes, um, oh, you're missing the big parade this week. Ah, ha, ha. You know, like today, oh, you know, like sort of he didn't quite lay it on as thick as I'm yeah. laying it on right now. And after the fact. Doing the my old locker room. After the fact, my boyfriend asked me if he was saying that in like a fucking, you know, like he was talking shit on gay people away. And I downplayed it because I didn't want him to get yeah, all upset about it. Fucking thing. So I was like, no, no, no. He was just saying like, you know, you're oh, it's going to be a big thing. And he was like half asleep when it happened. So but I knew what that guy was. And yeah. I just I my response to it, I believe, was like effectively icy. Because all I sort of did was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like with one of those, like I didn't, you I didn't have give gone, it much. You should have gone into elaborate detail about everything that you believed would be going on in the hotel rooms surrounding the parade. Yeah, if, see, if I just was, laid it on, if I was more the thick. kind of guy, and, and I'll put it to you this way, also, just talk, if I was there, about gas masks filled, if with I was there, amyl nitrate and assholes filled with methamphetamine. If I was there by myself, and it yeah. wasn't going to be a situation that would have upset Chris, I probably would have done that. But um, or maybe I, I'm not going to say probably. I'm going to say there's a 25 percent chance. That I would have autoerotic asphyxiation with used <laughs> anal beads. Um, speaking of In Chicago, a big circle. Speaking of Chicago, a little story for you. Uh, there was a U.S. Customs seizure of 32 pounds of African rat meat at Chicago's O'Hare Airport. What do you think of that? 32 pounds, and the guy was just like, "Oh yeah." Sorry, I didn't realize that I couldn't bring... He didn't face charges. It wasn't like he tried to sneak it in. They found it very easily. What? He didn't realize that he wasn't allowed to what bring was, was it 32 pounds. Uh, maybe. I mean, how long is that going to last an individual person? I mean, Assuming, you a, I guess, you, you freeze it or freezer? whatever. I mean, people buy a year's supply of whatever meat. But, I mean, how fucking nasty is that? Rat meat? Well, I mean... Are there is there any chance that's going to be for like dogs or a cat or like what do you think? Animals I wonder of some kind? if there's what would you use rat meat for? Well, I, fish we, bait. When you when you and I think of rats, we think of like no, I understand. That's a good point. It's pro this is probably some sort of like wombat type thing. I'm yeah, willing to I'm willing to concede that. I'm willing to I'm willing to concede that. 
Um, By the way, in Venezuela, I believe they do eat gerbil. Or, or uh, what's the other one? Guinea pig? Yeah. So I wonder if it's just a thing like that. And it I might mean, not look, be Venezuela, but it's a country. There are, there are other parts of the world where they, they eat different shit. I mean, look, I, I'm seeing now on like the fitness accounts I follow on Instagram, companies selling fucking protein bars made of insects. Like, the, yeah. now a... A marketed product. That's big. That's big. I mean, that's that's business has been going. Twenty places. twenty years ago, if you had said that, people would have been like, "That's fucking disgusting." Even in the uh, bodybuilding world, yeah, yeah, no, they would have said, "Yes." They've eaten fucking nasty. No, they've eaten nasty shit in that world for said, a long time. No, but that this is this is a new. This is not even like a bodybuilding thing. It's, it's like, pure it's like protein. Thing. Yeah, but they would have been like, "Just eat fucking egg whites." That, that, that would have been the response. Like, why the fuck do you need to eat bugs, eat egg whites? What do you think of this old bug thing? I, I'm, I don't... See, it's weird. It's easy. They're easy to raise. Yeah. They, they provide a strong uh, source of food. I'm interested in it. Um, it's fucking... I mean, I eat every other fucking animal. Yeah. I mean, for um, the record, I wouldn't really say I'm interested in it, but I get why it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm not bothered by it. Like, I'm not going to eat, eat one live, but, like, if you tell me, like, hey, yeah. You we wouldn't eat, like, a nice grub? No. Like, that wouldn't, th- that would just What if you me. had, like, a pot? What, <laughs> what, right? what if you had, like, a capellini with, gr- with grubs that have been tossed in, like, a garlic sauce? Okay, alive? so there, they're, they're, no, 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 they're killed, they're dead. They must have died because they were cooked in the. Okay, yeah. They were cooked in the, in, in the oil and the garlic I fe- on the I frying like pan. I feel like it's the kind of thing that you'd have to... They'd sort of be like shrimp, wouldn't they? Yeah, I. but I think it's the kind of thing you have to, like, kind of grow in your comfort with. Right. Like, you'd have to... I think the easiest way to start with it would be in some sort of, like, candied way, like a, a protein bar with, like, a right. bunch of, like, peanut butter and right. shit. Like, so you're saying, a like... A lot of shit to, like, o- offset it. You get a feel for the, the So if you're saying, like, if I bug. had, like, a glass that was, like, half full yeah, of Yeah, no, no, Joe Rogan... <laughs> Yeah, I'm I not. I almost passed fucking, out just now. I'm not a fucking fear factor guy. Um, <laughs> That'd be, yeah. So you probably would throw up if you had to eat that. I wouldn't throw up. Like no, if I if I was competing on fear factor, I would steal myself and go at it like a, a motherfucker. Yeah. But I. So you you have a different place I, that you could sort of put your mind then. Yeah, but I prefer not to put myself in that situation. I understand. That makes a lot of sense. Radio Misfits Podcast Network. able to have a, a, a you know a, a bad a, a, you know a, a naughty sense of humor and right. like chicks with big tits right but still like hey that's someone's little girl man yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. like like they probably listen to a lot of toby keith songs right like right. that kind of shit yeah that makes a lot of sense which i reject that wholeheartedly well because it's a lot of that like um that sort of like collectivism mindset yeah they're the they're the ones they, they just don't want to be of the pc yeah, they're collective. the ones who didn't like it when i was on fucking barstool idol referencing double vaginal double anals um 
They're like, no, you're fucking all over the top, huh? Yeah. It's my fucking dick. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. That's what I talk about every day. Right, right. <laughs> like, it might be over the top to you. Right. But that is legitimately, those are the things that are on my mind. Right. On right. a day-to-day basis. Yeah, there's very little tolerance for yeah. anything outside of, like, the... And, and you're right, though. It's such a it's such an odd place, and it's such an odd community, because if, they sort of have tolerance for behaviors that they wouldn't necessarily tolerate from other people, as long as it's, like, the OGs. Like, if it's Big Cat, or if it's KFC, or if it's, uh, you know, any of the other guys that have been there for yeah. a while... They're sort of like a protected class. Yeah, or it's, but it's, uh, yeah, it's again, it's just. Granted, like, KFC did get roasted for the whole affair thing, but yeah, he got roasted. Which, but I mean, obviously, you can't fire a guy for fucking around on his wife. No, I'm not suggesting that he would I be. I'm say, just saying that from an audience perspective. Oh yeah. There oh was they, yeah, they got after him pretty. There was backlash. There were there were some people though. Who but who like, knows if that's because ooh, we finally get a chance to take a yeah. shot at a guy oh, well, who's like of a protected status. So much of that comment section is guys who are sitting in cubicles and are bitter about the fact that they're not doing that stuff and they're mad that people are getting paid to do it. Right. And they don't have the... the draw, Like, they would rather spend their free time on the fucking golf course, which is fine if that's what you like to do. They're, look, man, I would, I would rather be spending every fucking Saturday partying at fucking DJs and, you know, chasing 25-year-old ass. Yeah. Um, I... Instead, fucking, you know, I spent, uh, a couple Sundays ago, I spent sweating my balls off at the fucking Pride Parade getting fucking MOS. Yeah. You know, I fucking... God work. bless, by the way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fucking be there. Um, incredibly friendly, funny people. We got some hilarious shit out of them. Um, I had, uh, I was going around to, like, the most hardcore twinks I could find, asking them to write grinder pickup lines for Mike Pence. Oh, we got such good shit. That's good. And then, uh, yeah, the our other producer, uh, Rob, is uh, his nickname on the show is Handsome Rob. Okay. He's like a very boyish, twinky-looking kid. Um, so I had, I was, I was bringing him up to uh, different groups and making him unbutton his shirt <laughs> and having them uh, determine once and for all whether Rob was a, a twink, a twunk, or an otter. Nice. Um, so we got... Now, yeah. what is an otter? That's like so a twink is hairy? So an otter is a hairy... Essentially a hairy twink. Okay. He's a... Uh, he, if he was burly, he would be a bear. By the way, isn't there something kind of amusing about the fact that I have to ask you for that? Yeah. I feel like you should... Shouldn't you... Uh, <laughs> I know what a twink is. Don't you guys carry like a... Like a... Like, like you know... Like, like an, an identification? Co- like an offensive... Co- I was thinking about like... Like a roster? One of those offensive coordinator things. Where they're just like, well, you know, it's, it's third and three, so draw. Uh, I know what a bear is. <laughs> yeah, those, I feel like everyone knows bear, bear, twink, top and bottom. I yeah. feel like are the kind of universal ones. Yeah. And then I also know, this what? is one that I might be able to educate you on, guys who consider themselves both tops and bottoms. Averse. See? I learned, you know what's I going learned on. a lot at that parade. Apparently so. Because they were spitting out lines. They were like, yeah, uh, we're looking for... Uh, He's probably a uh, dom top looking for sub twink bottom. I was like, holy shit! Now, does that does any of that make sense to you? I know dom and I know sub, but I mean that that carries over to the straight world. So there's really nothing that. So it does and it doesn't. Heteros are just fucking men. You're on top. You're on bottom. Well, but everyone's no, got but you got a different style. No, there's men who enjoy being being fucking walked on by women in heels. And oh yeah, whipped but... and shit. <laughs> now, that's a sub. I. T- well, okay, so but in, or being degraded by women or whatever—that's so, a sub. <coughs> but that's that's wholly different from 
that's a non-essential element of heterosex, whereas <coughs> um, it, the impression that I got with uh, the, the gentleman that I spoke to was that there is an actual role to be played in every um, uh, homosexual encounter whereby someone is more dominant, one is more submissive, which I guess is is a thing in heterosex too like obviously right. someone's taking charge yeah. but it's not like you would never put in a, or very few people would put in like a plenty of fish or tinder account like you know uh you know dom well okay but that's because dom I, power fucker but wants i believe to, wants but to I, squat rack you okay yeah, guys would if we could that's what i'm saying if you were on like a a swinger website or like a uh, fetish website or something like that, guys would be more to the point about, but most of the time on Plenty of Fish or Tinder or Bumble or whatever it is, <laughs> you're still playing the whole society game where it's not just a down and dirty. Yeah, it's See, bogus, my, man. My buddy, and I've mentioned him before, well, alright, I have to mark the tape because he got, he got mad at me one time for saying his name. Um, a friend of mine I always have a good throwaway name for friends. Yeah, I should come up with so. Actually, I've, I've, I've referred to him as Caesar in the past. <laughs> yeah, uh, go with Caesar. <laughs> I want a Caesar he, to be involved. In he this um he has like actually said to me, and are he's such a dirty fuck. A yes, we are. Cool. We are. Well, let's let's do a mic check in a second. Hey, hey. I'll just finish saying this. Um, he's such a dirty fuck that he said to me, he was like, I truly have envy of you because yeah. you could literally just like I've told him out in my previous life. It was just about sex. If you want to meet up with some fucking guy on Grinder or Craigslist, yeah. it's very oh, it's, easy yeah, to as, do. As you famously explained with that, uh, the the behind the apartment building sucking. I fucking love that story. It's very, very out there. It's very open. My brother, my brother thought that was the funniest shit. You want me to use the coffee? Uh, mug yeah, use like the a, fucking coffee mug. Um, my brother loved that. He's like, yeah, just just pulled his hoodie off, right? Yeah. I mean, because I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, because that's the problem. As much as that shit happens in the, in the straight world, where women will put on, like, the filters on their picture, or they'll use the Snapchat, this, that, the other, you know, <coughs> slimming, it makes them look different, picture, angle, and all that kind of shit. The bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. As if this Mets season hasn't had enough, one Dwight Doc Gooden, apparently in the month of June, the month of my birthday, nice month, he was arrested down in Monmouth County with uh, two little green plastic baggies that had co I mean, I can picture the baggies. I'll tell he you that much because over. I've enjoyed other drugs that are stored in those. He was pulled over for driving too slow. Yeah. And an editor's note, before I could release this episode, Doc Gooden was arrested for another DUI. So that's nice.
Pulled over for driving. What a waste of a fucking coke arrest, huh? Yeah. Yeah, pulled over for driving too if slow. You're gonna get, if you're going to get pulled over for, for cocaine and driving, you got to be putting a fucking... You should have, like, guns and roses blasting, flying down Route 35, taking out fucking, uh, you know, fucking mailboxes and shit and Neptune, having a good old... Thing, the way Dykstra would do it. Right, that's exactly right. You couldn't... I couldn't have put it better. Um, unfortunately, Gooden... You know, it's kind of fucked up because... Uh, it's something that a lot of people say, and as soon as you say it or hear somebody say it, the other person is like, "You know what? You're you're absolutely right. You're just absolutely right." But it's it really is fucking. You hit the nail on the head. Twenty, thirty years ago, if somebody said to you, "Who was going to be the one that still had drug problems?" You know, from now, the house money would have been on strawberry. Not good. And it's really fucked up that Strawberry... Not fucked up, because, I mean, God bless the fact that Strawberry turned his life around. He yeah. did. But Gooden just never really did. You were thinking about this shit when you were four years old? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, all right, I'll tell a story, because I almost forgot, and I wanted to. When I was nine... Yeah. No, ten. Doc Gooden got suspended for the season for pet testing positive for cocaine. That's the first time in my life that I can really remember the Mets sort of letting me down. Like, a heartbreaking moment for me as a Mets fan. I remember I had a poster of Doc Gooden in my room, and I remember just, like, like it, was, it would have been such, like, an after-school moment. I, like, took the poster down, and I was just like, fuck it. you, man. You know, like, he was out for the fucking season. I was like, what? I was 10 years old. I was just getting into pro sports and shit. I'm, like, pumped. He was my favorite player. And I'm like, what do you fucking mean he's not he's not playing? He's fucking out because of drugs? And it was, like, all in the middle of, like, dare class and shit. It was like, no, fuck, you, man. You like, were buying fucked into up. the whole... He didn't know the, the eight ways to say no? Yeah. Come well, on. It was just, like, the whole thing was just, like, so stereotypical. You know what I mean? I was just like, this is so fucked up. And he didn't. He didn't remember the broken I record known, technique. I should have known right then that uh, being a Mets fan was just going to be a fucking pile of misery. Just a pile of misery. He didn't. T he didn't know to tell the guy who was offering him the drugs that he couldn't because his parents tested him. But I mean, look, Gooden really is a fucking legend when it comes to the fucking when it comes to the to the nose candy because oh yeah, supposedly he fucking missed the ticker tape parade for the 86 team because he was in some like fucking crack house somewhere in like the Bronx or Queens or like some fucking Brooklyn some ghetto shit um, and uh, you know it just he never looked right really over the last five or six years I, it's maybe it's fucked up to say this because like who's to say this is better I always kind of hope that he was just still drinking yeah um, he never really looked right though and uh, the fact that he was so fucking gaunt Obviously, it makes a shit ton of sense that he was still doing a shit ton of coke. Um, but it's just fucking awful. It makes me think of Artie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Part that's, of me. That's really unfortunate. It, it, it's just like I, I think there's something there where people who live and, and, and can't end it like that. Uh, there's a lot of self-loathing or there's like something that they there's something they can't get past. It's not just 
the getting high and shit. I'm sure that's a huge part of it in the escape and like, you know, yeah, breaking it. Yeah, it's but weird. Other Co- people are able to break it and some are Cocaine aren't. is fucking awesome. Like, as a person who has used cocaine on a number of occasions, I can tell you that it's an absolute blast, especially when you get really good shit. Um, but I've never... Usually the next day, I'm fucking exhausted and cranky and I'm like... I never want to do cocaine again. Um, and then, you know, it's like a year and a half or whatever before someone has some, and I'm like, hey, you know, I am a little drowsy and we are going out later. <laughs> maybe, maybe just a toot. Um, but I can't imagine, like, people who, like, just have a fucking key up their nose every fucking day. Like, that's, that, um, I'm, but the, the both financial and physical, uh, it, Reality it just I I don't I don't understand I don't understand people who take fucking Adderall every day yeah stimulants are there people that are that are like this prescribed that uh there are it's very in like in fucking corporate America young people are zipping around wow fucking Adderall that's awful uh like I know a a number who take it pretty much every day at work. I mean, I've taken Adderall, that much I can say. It, yeah. It, it's definitely an effective product. Oh, oh, it is mighty effective. Yeah, it's an effective product. Uh, so anyway, Mets season has fucking sucked. You know, the Doc Gooden news was just like another, like, oh, what else is fucking though? What are we going to find out next that, like, uh... Well, let's see. Mr. Met has already given somebody the finger. Next, he's going to, like, flash a fucking, you know, kid or something. Fucking... Brody was getting couples massages with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, that <laughs> that'll would, be it. That would, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> or, the Will Ponds. Uh, or the Will Ponds, like Will donated. Ponds. The Will Ponds donated money to Harvey Weinstein's <laughs> legal fund. Uh, secretly, you know, like the New York Post would they expose funneled, that or yeah, something like funneled that. Funneled him money, yeah. That's a, that's because they, they had some money invested yeah. in some like weird, yeah. you know, film project about the '86 Mets or something like that. Um. Let's see, what else? Maybe, like, uh, you know, uh, Mookie Wilson would get caught, like, pissing on the grave of uh, Bill Buckner or something like that. Well. Um, even though they were friends. Just, kind of <laughs> anyway, uh, suffice it to say, it's been quite a mess season. The most American podcast ever created. Oh, here's your blessing. Oh, baby. Since we both decided to enjoy a little bit of this while we uh, take a slight little shift in gears here, I came across an article where I believe this woman graduated from law school. This woman's name is Marijuana Pepsi. Oh, yeah, I love that. She specifically kept it her name because she was like, you know what? I'm going to overcome the fact that I get teased for this and like that this is where... Marijuana Pepsi. Marijuana Pepsi. That's one of the fucking coolest names I've ever fucking heard. Oh, my stars, what a day. This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. I hate Flippin' Out Radio.